it's Sophia Franklin. You are listening to Sophia with an S. And the S is for phenomenal. (laughs) This podcast is rated F. To be called a slut so many times, (laughs) it was like, okay, fine. Right. I'll be that. And I'm going to bring a whole bunch of girls with me. (laughs) And we're all going to be sluts together. And Mm -hmm. we're going to protest against derogatory labels. Fifty high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and the brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Hello, party people. Welcome to Sophia with an F. If you are not subscribed, now is the fucking time to subscribe because it's not even the showroom and the studio that looks super fucking cute. It's my guest this week, which the most iconic guest that I have had thus far. Not to be rude to every single other person who's ever <laughs> came on my show, but I am joined by Amber Rose. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. Thank you for having me. You look stunning. You like look stunning. Incredible. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. Amber <laughs> Rose just said I'm pretty, by the way. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Of I have course. so much I want to talk to you about. And I think one of like what really drew me to you is this whole thing about slut and being a slut and the word slut and the slut walk and all of it. Because my media company is called Sloot Media. And I refer to all of my friends as sleuths. I have mm-hmm. since high school. My listeners, I use the word slew all the time. Cute. Which is a play on the word slut. Right. And people ask me this all the time, like where it originated from. And I swear to God, it's because my mom has a super thick accent and like could never say slut correctly. And Where is she from? Argentina. Oh, okay. And she would just say slew. And I think that's where it came from. But I feel like you are the ultimate number one slut. Thank you. You brought it to the mainstream. Thank you, babe. Which is incredible. (laughs) And I need to talk to you about it. Yeah, let's do it. I really want to understand you like on a deeper level. You were born in Philly, right? Yes, South Philly. What was that like? Um, Well, I I grew up very poor. Just me and my mom, uh, one bedroom apartment, public school, uh, no family car, you know, had to take the bus or the subway or 
a cab if we had a couple extra dollars somewhere. Okay. Um, my mother was a waitress. And um, yeah, we hit like hard times when I was like 15. We became homeless for oh a while. God. Um, not, okay, I just want to be clear, not homeless like on the street. I mean, technically we, we did not have a place to live, but I stayed with like my friend for a little bit. And then she stayed with a previous coworker for a while because there wasn't enough room for the both of us at Got the time. It. And um, yeah, I mean, I guess she just did her best to kind of raise a child on her own. Okay, so you grew up with a single mom. Yes. Okay, me too. Yeah. Was your dad never in the picture? So that's a long story. <laughs> it is. So is mine, by the way. Yeah, it's a long <laughs> story. Um, mm -hmm. I think because of my mother's childhood trauma. Yeah. Um, she just felt like my dad just didn't care. Mm. And he was in the military, so he was gone a lot. Got it. They got married when my mom was pregnant and then got a divorce soon after. And then he was kind of just gone. Mm -hmm. And then I re-met him again when I was 12. Okay. I went to live with him for a year in Colorado when I was 12. And I, it was hard because I just didn't know him well. Right. And I just got my period. I just got boobs. <laughs> it was not the right time to like be with my dad. Mm -hmm. So I had an attitude and like I was disrespectful. And we just could not get along. Yeah. You know, so then I went back with my mom. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, I'm happy to say that me and my dad are close now. You have, are. Yeah, we have a good relationship now, but. Is that like a recent thing? Uh, maybe the past, probably since I had Sebastian, which would be 10 years. Okay, got it. Yeah. Okay, so I have a similar story in the sense that my dad was not in the picture at all. Mm -hmm. And I met him for the first time when I was in middle school. So I would have been around the same age, like 13. Right. And I remember meeting him. And it's just like a little bit of a bizarre experience, right? Because mm -hmm. you're like, oh, like I kind of see some similarities. But right. at the end of the day, they're a stranger. Yeah. You know? I mean, my dad, like I always like longed for my dad because mm. I did know him when I was young. Okay. So I didn't have that. Yeah. So like... You know, but then when I kind of re-met him when I was 12, he just, I was just always on punishment. Mm. I, I always, I had to clean up everything. I felt like <laughs> Cinderella, you know, like it just wasn't. Right. It just wasn't what I thought it was going to be. I thought I was going to get hugs and kisses and love. And my dad was very militant. Oh um, my God, I bet. Yeah. So it was just like, you're from the hood in Philly. You mm -hmm. have a fucking attitude. That's not how life is. You need to learn how to do this, this, and this. And I was kind of thrown into like this whole domestic world, being 12, you know, cleaning, washing clothes, <laughs> do, you know, vacuuming, doing dishes. And, you know, I had a one bedroom apartment with my mom. There wasn't right. much to do. Right. You know, so. He was probably so strict. He was. Curfew. Oh, my. If I was five minutes late, <laughs> I was punished for a month. No exaggeration. Stop. No, I swear. And he'd be like waiting there, like on the dot. You had to be there. Yep. Mm. And you were how old? You were in middle school. Yes, yeah, sixth grade. And that's when you're trying to like, that's when you start getting a little bit wild. A little bit, to yeah. I want to see out. boys and like, I'm like looking around at boys now. And <laughs> he did not like. No, he was fucking <laughs> pissed. But I am happy to say too that. So when I was 12 years old. I met three girls 
Janice, Maria, and Rebecca, mm-hmm. and we're best friends to this day. Twenty-seven I years. I fucking love that. Yeah. That's how you can tell if a girl is a girl's girl and a good person and you can trust them Mm -hmm. if she still has the same friends from middle school. Yep. Okay, so you are not wanting to deal with your dad. And so you go back to living with your mom. Yes. And your mom just kind of like let you do whatever. I think she had no other choice. She like got back to work Mm -hmm. and like... It was just, I, I I was always a good kid, though. I never really was wild. Okay. At all. I never did drugs. I never was out doing crazy shit. Never got in trouble. I've always been, like, really nerdy. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've always been, like, just wanting to learn. Uh-huh. And, like, a little bit, what, shy and just, like, reserved for the most part? I think so. Mm-hmm. I think that, I think going back to the slut thing, we were saying earlier, I think that because I'm quiet and reserved and traditional in a lot of ways, Mm -hmm. to be called a slut so many times, (laughs) it was like, okay, fine. Right. I'll be that. And I'm going to bring a whole bunch of girls with me (laughs) and we're all going to be sluts together and Mm -hmm. we're going to protest against derogatory labels. Since I've been out, I've always been in like relationships. Mm Mm-hmm. I never slut. really had one off. Yeah, right? it's like anything. You I'm do. like, I wish I can just go fuck a bunch of hot guys and like be happy. <laughs> you know what? And you can't. You're it's like a relationship not, girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is probably not good. That's what I mean. I wish I can really be be like, yeah, a whore out there. It'll just be so fucking. much fun. I know. I know. That's why I love porn stars so much. Like all the porn stars come to my slut walk and I'm like, you're so inspiring. I know. This is so. I'll never do that (laughs) shit, you know? I know. This is so like the fucking difference. I was just um, with a porn star Mm -hmm. like 20 minutes before you walked in. (laughs) Oh, really? I was sucking dick last night and like it was a foursome and blah, blah, blah. But it's, yeah, that's so interesting. So when did this whole slut thing come about? Actually, um, so it's no secret. My ex-husband, he cheated on me. We were married. We were young. I forgive him. We're the best of friends now. Which, who? Wiz. Oh, Wiz Khalifa. Okay. Yeah. And so, I mean, he proposed to me when he was 23. I was like 26. We Babies. were so young. Yeah. Yeah. And so I caught him cheating and like we were young and like online. Everybody was just like. She's such a fucking whore with. She's such a <laughs> slut. Like, fuck her. After he cheated on yes. you. Yes. Why? It's just, it just comes with it, I guess, you know? And I remember sitting there, like, crying. This is before the whole slut walk and everything. Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting there, like, I dated Kanye, and then I married Wiz, and I'm the biggest slut on earth. Yeah. How? Yeah. And I would always like be like, how, mm-hmm. you know? And I would, I would cry and I would be upset and I would be like, this is so fucked up. And then after that, I was just like, yo, I'm gonna, I randomly came across another slut walk that like this college did. Oh, okay. And I was like, I'm gonna do my own. Mm-hmm. Like, this is fucking bullshit. I'm getting bullied all over the internet for loving someone that hurt me. Right. And now I'm the bad guy. This is crazy. It's fucking insane. Yeah. And so not only did I have to mourn my marriage and my relationship and like... 
Yeah, and so publicly. Yeah, but I also was getting bullied for something that I didn't do. Right. Yeah. And how did that affect your mental? Obviously, it upset you, but was it dark? Still. Still? Yeah. Okay. I'm still on my mental health journey. Mm -hmm. I mean, I cried every day for three years while I was dating other people. Wow. And just like reading the comments and seeing what people were saying about you? No, it was just, I was just, like, I married my soulmate. Mm. And then all of a sudden he wasn't there anymore. Right. Because our mothers, the internet, there was too much pressure to be married so young and just, we had a baby. Mm. Mm -hmm. And um, I was fucking heartbroken. I was, I was... But then I I also watched my mother be heartbroken over a man and never recover. So I like forced myself to date people Mm -hmm. while I was not recovered. Right. Because watching my mom, I was like, I can't. I have to get back out there. I have to. I have to. And I look back and I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have dated anyone because. Really? No. Like you should have just healed, you're saying. Yeah. So how long ago was that breakup? Sebastian will be 10, so he was like two when we broke up. And then I cried for every day for like three years after that. For three years? Yes, every every time I got in the shower, which is every day, I would get <laughs> in the shower and cry. Oh, my God. So yeah. was it because, I mean, yeah, so there were like a multitude of factors. Did you think that Wiz was like the love of your life? Yeah, completely. I hate that. That's so but, hard. But it was also pressure. Again, like, he's out with a million bitches, holding hands with I girls, couldn't. dating girls, and I'm just dying inside, like, fuck, I gotta find somebody I like, and, like, I can't look at this, because I'll, I'll drive myself crazy. Right. I have this theory. I don't think you get over a guy until you have started liking a new dude. And, like, actually liking that. No, because the guys that I date, like, I dated 21 Savage. I liked him. Mm-hmm. He was really nice. But did was, you really, really like him? I did. I cared for him, but I was still heartbroken over my ex-husband. Yeah. And I'm just being transparent. That's, like, Yeah. I, I, I did. I did enjoy time with him. But when you get mad, like, we had a huge wedding, like... It, I just thought it was going to be forever. I like we fairy have, tale. Yeah. And it did not end up It like did that. not. Wait, so how um, early in the relationship did he cheat? It was like five years in. I think we were just young and we didn't know how yeah. to handle it. And we didn't know, like, I couldn't process that. I felt betrayed. And then I also didn't know how to sit down and communicate and have a conversation like why Mm -hmm. or is this has this been going on or are you just young and stupid are you gonna grow out of this or yeah I was just like fuck you Mm -hmm. and when I said fuck you he was like okay bet (laughs) you know just childish you're you're not expecting that just childish as fuck (laughs) You know? Uh-huh. Um, but you guys were actual babies. Right. That's what I mean. Like, now mm-hmm. we're the best of friends. We spend Thanksgiving together. Um, he has, also has an amazing girlfriend that I love. Okay. Amy. She's really good with my son when he's over there. So mm-hmm. uh, those feelings aren't the same anymore. 
But I love him like my family now. Right. Yeah. And you're over him now. I, I don't know if you'll ever be over that. Mm-hmm. But as far as like an intimate relationship, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That totally makes sense. You still like feel it in your heart and your soul that like that was your soulmate. Mm-hmm. But you get older and understand that like we're much better as co-parents and friends. Right. Yeah. Which just shows so much growth, right? And, like, I'm assuming when you have a kid with somebody, that just adds a whole other layer to it. Yeah, it was was tough. But look at you now. Yeah. You're fucking killing it. You're here (laughs) looking hotter than you ever have. By the way, stunning. Gorgeous. If anyone was wondering, Amber Rose is... 10 times hotter in person, (laughs) which is insane. So beautiful. Sleuths, the weather is getting hotter and hotter, and so am I. And you know what that means? It's time to be outside constantly. I am here to present and invite you to Live Nation Concert Week. From now until May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette. Oh my God, the flashback, the nostalgia, Cage the Elephant, and so many more for way less. Seriously, this might be the best deal I've ever come across. What is better than getting ready with your friends to the music you are about to see live? And then meeting a cute guy at the show and dancing the night away on a warm summer night? There is literally nothing better than that. I know I will be in attendance for sure. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. Okay, so... Then after the breakup, everyone's calling you a slut and yes. a whore and a hoe and a yeah. groupie and whatever. Right. And then I got my power back. How'd you do that? I tweeted that I was going to have a slut walk and it was trending <laughs> worldwide, like it within a few minutes. Right. At the time. That's insane. Yeah. Where did that power come from? I was just tired. I was tired of like crying over the internet. I was mm-hmm. tired of like being bullied. I was tired of over explaining myself like I literally been in two relationships that right. you guys know of like the blogs and shit at that time were just associating me with everyone. Mm. If I was in a restaurant and someone else was there and I didn't know that they were there and they were at a whole <laughs> other table with like their family and shit. Um, They're like seen out together. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. But I I totally get what you're saying about the explaining. Mm-hmm. There is nothing you could say 
for people to be like, oh, okay, right. Right, no. Yeah, so no, she's not a slut. Like, absolutely not. There's not one thing you could say, you know? Yeah, so then I was like, no, actually, I am a slut, and fuck all you guys. Well, not only that, you're like, I'm a slut. I'm throwing a slut walk. I'm grabbing all the sluts in the world, and we're slutting it up. Period. Crazy. Yeah. So, okay, this slut walk, 2015. Yeah. That was... That was like two years roughly before the Me Too movement. Yes. You were so before your time. Yeah. And you'll take it. Yeah, but <laughs> I'll never get the recognition and that's fine. Why is that? that? Why is that though? I think because a few things. I was a stripper. I married a rapper and dated another one at that time. I uh, am a woman of color a lot of reasons why, you know, I think I'm, I'm one of those people that people love to just throw away, unfortunately. And uh, again, I don't do it for that reason anyway, mm-hmm. but um, I know how much time I put into Slut Walk and, you know, it's still pretty shitty to be like, eh. I know. You know. I mean, the recognition when I was really looking into it, because I remember when I heard about Slut Walk and I remember thinking it was the coolest thing ever, but not for the right reasons. I had no idea. Like, because what? I was 21 or right. something, and I just thought it was cool to be a slut, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But the message behind it right. is so powerful and so important. Mm-hmm. And that's just – it's so fucking crazy that in 2023, you're still not getting the recognition for – for all of that, for putting that on. No. You were like the trailblazer for that, you know? Yeah. Um, well, now you're getting it. Thanks, boo. <laughs> you know what's crazy, too? Like, I also was like the first girlfriend turned famous celebrity. Oh. And that was pretty shitty, too, because <laughs> I like it, I, I was the first for a few things. And, like, when you're the first, you just get all the fucking backlash. Yeah. And then you, like, pave the way for the young girls to, like... Right. To thrive in it. Yeah. Which is cool. I love that. I love that part because I, I love my girls. And I'm, I'm happy that they don't have to go through what I went through. Mm-hmm. But it was pretty shitty for me. I can only imagine. Yeah, because I think, like, you know, the Paris Hiltons of the world, like, they come from a family with, like, a lot of money and... You know, stuff like that. Like, I come from shit. Mm-hmm. And then I, like, fell in love with a guy that was, like, super famous. And then I became famous. That's crazy. It was like, I I didn't ask for that. I didn't right. know that that was going to happen. I had no idea that was going to happen. Yeah. And you have no... You, like, don't have anyone to talk to about it, right? No. I was thrown to the sharks. It was like, okay, you're my girlfriend. And I'm like okay, I love this. We're having a blast. Like, it's so much fun, right? Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, like, I'm out going to the store and paparazzi's following me and I'm like, I'm not famous. Okay. He is. Wait. Why are you following me? <laughs> so your boyfriend, he did not give you a heads up at all? No. Zero? No. Like, it wasn't like Prince Harry with Meghan Markle. Well, I guess he kind of shit the bed with that too. Because he, like, was like, That's yeah. That's all he knew. Right. That's true. Mm-hmm. But-
but he didn't tell you like, you know, there might be paparazzi, you might be in a magazine. No, I remember the <laughs> first time. So we were together, we went to fashion week and um, I was sitting there and he was taking a bunch of pictures and the photographer was like, can I get you guys in a picture together? And I was like, no, 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 I don't, I don't want to do a picture. Right. And he was like, come on, babe, let's just do a picture. And I'm like, okay. Again, Amber, shy, reserved, mm-hmm. like, that's me. And um, the photographer was like, what's your name? And I'm like, Amber Rose. And he's like, okay, thank you. And he writes it down. Uh-huh. And then my life changed forever after that day. After that picture. Yes. Oh, my God. And I bet the comments were all, um, she, like, loves the limelight. She fucking loves it. Like, well, saying all this shit, right? Nine. So, like, blogs just really came out. Mm. And they were really still mean-spirited. Like, Perez Hilton and Media Takeout, they were very mean back right. then. Perez, now, I remember that. Yeah. So now it's, like, all this anti-bullying stuff, and they don't mm-hmm. really do mean stuff anymore, but... Uh, I mean, a little bit. I feel like they're, I feel like the internet can still be assholes. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I hate them. Which I was told to never start a war with a publication. So I'm going to take that back. I love you guys. Me too, guys. (laughs) We did not mean anything we just said. Okay, so you were thrown into this life and... Um, people were just calling you a slut from the very beginning. Yes. Just from the get-go. Yes. So I dated Kanye. So basically I did a music video. He saw me in the music video. He wanted me for his music video. I fly out to LA. We fall in love. We're together for like two years. Did not know my life was going to be like that. Had no idea. That's fucking crazy. Crazy. I had no fucking... Because at that time, again, I was the first. I had never seen a random girl plucked from obscurity and become famous out of nowhere. I yeah. didn't have an example of that. So when it happened to me, I'm like, why is this happening? Uh-huh. That is so insane. I can't think of like one other person. It was you. Yeah. Was he like... This was way, this was way before Wiz. Wiz was after. Okay. Yeah. Who did you love more? Out of Kanye and Wiz? <laughs> a Wiz, girl. That's not even a question. <laughs> like, I think that people, I think people like to ask about my relationship with Kanye, but it was 13 years ago, Yeah, it was guys. completely different. Yeah, but I mean, I obviously have to bring him up because he's a huge part of my story yeah. and how I got here. Um, but yeah, no, I mean... It, I, I feel like people are obsessed with that because it was like a great time in pop culture. Mm-hmm. Um, but in my personal life, it is not relevant besides just telling my story of how I got here. Right. Yeah. And you can't tell it without mentioning that because that's like what like shot you off to stardom. Exactly. Well, that and being a slut. Totally. Right. Yeah. <laughs> also, I feel like girls, the second you say that you've been in a music video... Whore. You were the biggest tramp it's ever. It's crazy. I was it's signed like, to Ford Models at the time. Why? Because I was in a fucking music video. Like, why does that make me a whore? Yeah. I mean, I wasn't I wasn't even twerking or anything. I was just right. sitting pretty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But if you're on the catwalk, like, you're fine. Right. Well, it's just, it's all classism, right? It's mm-hmm. like, and uh, like Halle Berry can win an Oscar for like, having sex in a movie and like that whole scene that she had but like if you do only fans you're gross i know it's literally the same thing it's it's even in only only fans it's like 
ha- most of the girls don't have sex at all. It's just right. sexy pictures and like, or like twerking or, you know, dancing or whatever. Like, it's just classism. It's bullshit. I know. It's, it's all fucking bullshit. Yeah. Like, have we even made any strides, would you say, from the time you dated Kanye and you started dealing with this type of shit to now? Have you seen a difference? With girls, maybe. With women. Yeah. Right. Guys, not so much. No. It's worse than ever. I totally agree with that, which is like, yeah. how? They're pretty disgusting out here. <laughs> yeah. They're filthy. They're fucking gross. So. Like, I want to be single for the rest of my no, life. No, I feel that. Yeah. It's scary. It's, no, it's really, gross. it's really, really scary. Mm-hmm. So are you dating right now? No, not really. I don't want penis. I don't want and I don't want to share my house or my life with anyone. Yeah. I don't want anyone around my kids. I don't want to have sex. I You don't? No. What? <laughs> Wait, Ew. why? You just think it's gross? No, you don't get guys horny. Is dick sling. <laughs> it's so gross. I don't want it. No, there are good guys out there. I've never met them, <laughs> like personally, but like I know they exist. Yeah, they're married. <laughs> <laughs> like, my best friend has an amazing husband. Yeah. He's, he's, like, the last one. He, he was the last fucking one yeah. standing. Okay, so we're fucked. So I'm I'm completely fine with being a lesbian, though. Yeah, me too. I could totally do that. Yeah. Have you I'm ever... I'm being by myself, too. Oh. See, that's something I don't understand. I'm, like, one of those people I cannot be alone. Really? No, and I need to work on it. I'm very happy to, like, not share my bed with anyone. I love that. That's yeah. incredible. So you... Used to be a stripper way back in the day. Yeah. When did you start stripping? I was 15 and homeless. 15? Yeah. Okay. That's the first time I danced. Okay. and Which is also another reason why, you know, I'm a slut. But there's a million rappers that were drug dealers at that age. And now they're entrepreneurs and businessmen. <laughs> right? Um, and yeah. I mean, look at Jay-Z. He was a drug dealer. Little baby drug dealer. Like... All the biggest guys that are, you know, in the business were drug dealers. Mm-hmm. But God forbid you're a stripper. I mean, it's just blasphemy. I know. Any interview with like a successful person who used to be a drug dealer, it's seen as such a positive. Yeah, it's like oh, hustling so from a young sorry. age. You had to go through that. I'm so. Oh my God, I can't believe you were on the street selling crack. Right. Yeah. And then stripping is like the worst thing ever. It's like, Ew. at the end of the day, you're making money. You're hustling. That job is. By the way, I legal. Legal. Thank <laughs> you. I filmed a TV show where I had to be a stripper for a day. Mm-hmm. Like actually do an audition for okay. a strip club owner. If you saw my dance moves, you would leave this <laughs> fucking studio right now and never speak to me again. That is the hardest shit I have ever had to do. Yeah. My knees were fucking bruised. Oh yeah. The guy was repulsive. Like, basically being like, I mean, I'm half naked, and he's like, you are, you need to show me more, show me more skin, you're not hot, you suck at what you're doing. Yeah. No, I've had guys be like, can you get out of my face, you're not my type. <laughs> but you get, you're just like, okay, fuck you, then I'll go to somebody else. You know? Yeah. Like, your mind is on paying, Make money. paying bills, yeah. Like, you, you don't even give a fuck about that shit. I know, I'm sure. Yeah. What was your mental like when you were doing that? So I want to be very clear. I danced for one time when I was 15. Okay. At a shitty ass club. And then I got a fake ID. 
And then I went to a gentleman's club where they were not allowed to touch you. Mm. Um, heavy security, you know, um, it was a really like safe environment. They would walk you to like your cab or your car or whatever at the time. And um, it was just fun. It was like a party, mm -hmm. you know, just being just young, having a bunch of friends and like making a shitload of money and guys just throwing money everywhere. And you're just like, oh shit, not only can I like pay all these bills, but like I can get like cool clothes and shoes and like get my <laughs> hair done and like, right? yeah, it was just fun. It, there was no, I I don't have any like horror stories. Mm -hmm. It was just a blast. I mean, it sounds fun as shit. Yeah. You get to dance for a living with all of your girlfriends and make a shit ton of money. Yeah. And also, I feel like there's something so fucking empowering. Being yeah. up on the pole and having all these guys below you like salivating. Yep. Give me your money, bitch. Yep. I'm here for it. Yeah, it was so much fun. Like there wasn't any, you didn't feel shame or guilt or anything no. like that. No, I was very happy. Have you always been like that? Like very sexually liberated? No. Okay, so I think that's the misconception of being a dancer. It's not sexual at all. It's an art. It's just... Dancing. That's it. <laughs> okay. Like, I think that people that never danced before, they don't fully understand. They think it's a whole... They're, the girls are just horny all night. Like, mm -hmm. no. You're not thinking about sex. You're not... You're thinking about just... It's a job. Right. You're not thinking about anything. And mm -hmm. you're literally on stage and you're making money and then you go home. Right. Like, there's not much to do. Well, what about the whole showing your body to a bunch of men? Like, did that ever, did that bother you? I think when you get in the strip club and you realize there's 50 other girls doing the same thing. <laughs> right. You're just. It, you're you trying to stand out. You just become <laughs> desensitized. Like, uh -huh. all the girls in here can just get butt naked. And I literally will just, I'll be like, oh. Yeah. No, seriously. Like, I don't look at a, a body like a big deal. It's not a big deal. No. I mean, I'm the exact same way. I grew up. I think it's also very American. Like my family from Argentina, like we get naked. We're on the beach in G-strings and like no tops, right. you know? Yeah. It's very American to like be so covered up. Yeah. Have you ever noticed how celebrities have brighter, wider looking eyes? Their makeup artists have a little secret in their kit. Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute. It literally happens right before your eyes to help them look brighter, whiter, and more awake for up to eight hours. No wonder it's so loved by influencers, celebrities, and makeup artists and has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. Lumify is also the number one eye doctor recommended redness reliever eye drop and it's FDA approved. No bleach, no dyes. Plus, it's made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb, so whether you're on set, on a date, or running on just a few hours of sleep, you can have eyes that look brighter and whiter with Lumify eye drops. When you try it, you'll see that it's what your eyes have been looking for. Check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. Look. 
You've had a long day. Your boss is annoying you. Your boyfriend is accusing you of something you didn't even do. And your sibling is asking you for money. That's like an everyday thing for me. While I don't have all the answers, I do know that we have the power to change any situation we're in in a flash, in a snap. We can turn it into a celebration and a little glass of wine is just the thing to turn your day around sometimes. But of course, you just realized you ran out of everything. Luckily for you, our friends over at DoorDash have you covered. If you're in the mood to treat yourself or just want to make sure you are always hostess with the mostest ready, DoorDash is your go-to without you having to move from your couch. And it's convenient. Do you know how heavy a handle of tequila is? How about five of them? Exactly. Plus, the alcohol selection at DoorDash is top-notch. You will find what you're looking for. Beer, wine, mixers, and even mocktails for the non-alcoholic girlies can be delivered straight to your door. So get your drinks in hand without lifting a finger with DoorDash. And use code SOFIA24 to get 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more on drinks through DoorDash. For eligible users only, terms apply, must be 21 plus to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. So, okay, you were stripping and loving life and killing it. And then you became a model and started being in music videos. So kept taking the train up to New York, kept getting no, 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 no Mm -hmm. at every modeling agency. I've been wanting to shave my head. So I go back to Philly. I shave my head. I'm just like, fuck it. I'm going to go back, come back up to New York. And then I get signed to Ford Models, like the biggest agency on earth. Right after you shaved your head. Yeah, after. Yeah. It was a long time ago, girl. Yeah. Um, I'm like, what date and what time? (laughs) Like, come on. Yeah. I mean, it was soon after. It was Mm -hmm. soon after. And then, but I still had to dance. I mean, like I wasn't, you know, I wasn't making a shitload of money. So I'm working in New York now. Mm-hmm. So I'm working at Suze Rendezvous in New York. And this lady that worked for Def Jam comes in with her husband. And she's just like, you're beautiful. You should do music videos. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I guess in charge of like all the hottest music videos at the time. Oh. And I was like, I'm a real model. So <laughs> you know, I'm saying this in the strip club. Like, I'm the real model. And um, you're like, I just do this for fun. <laughs> <laughs> And um, I uh, I was wearing a long wig at the time, like when I would dance, because I didn't want people in my neighborhood to like mm-hmm. you know see me or whatever. And uh, I was so I did two videos for Young Jeezy, I think, yeah. And then the third video she hits me up is for Ludacris and Chris Brown, and I'm like, you know, I have a buzz cut under this wig, and I really would like to rock it, show it off. And she's like, video girls don't have buzz cuts, like it's just Stop. not a thing. And I'm like, let me send you a picture and see, like, you know, if you if the director likes it or whatever. So I sent a picture. 
And they flew me out to LA and that was the first time I was in LA and I was the main girl in the video. And then at, that's where Kanye discovered me from that video. And then the, the rest is history. Do you feel like it was because of the buzz cut? Yeah, of course. But I was saying that I, I wearing shades and having a blonde buzz cut was way before I was famous. That was always my look. You I know. know what I mean? For maybe three years before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was you, in New York for a while. You've been a trailblazer for fashion, like aesthetic, the whole slut walk thing, like so many fucking things. It's it's insane. So where was your head at when you decided to shave off your hair? I just, I always wanted to. Really? Yeah. And I would ask all my friends and they're like, you're going to look crazy. Don't <laughs> do it. You're going to look like a boy, uh -huh. you know? And then I was kind of scared. And then I was just like, fuck it. And I went to the barber shop and I made them go straight down the middle so I couldn't turn back. Were they like, what is wrong with you? Yes. And then I cried for like a week. You did? Yeah. Because it was such a, a drastic change. change. Yeah. Did you know that you would look hot with a buzz cut? I feel you, like I did. No, you did, <laughs> right? Because you can look at people. You, I mean, I'm sure could look at me right now. I would not know. The buzz cut is not for I disagree. Me. No, I disagree. I do. Are do you, you saying that to be nice? Face? No, I'm serious. Okay, so maybe like that's what I need to do to like <laughs> fucking get my career, you know, off next the ground. Level. Next yeah. level and level up. No, you're already next level. You're fine. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay, so the buzz cut. So you shave it off. And did you notice a difference with dudes? Like were they? Oh, I was. I, I, I don't believe in God, but like <laughs> I swear on my children, I was causing car accidents. Mm -mm. I promise you. My cousin in Philly, like before I like moved to New York, my cousin in Philly, she's like my second cousin. So she's older, like like a auntie. And she'd be like, Ann, let's go to the corner and like cause car accidents and Please. Shit. <laughs> and she used to like walk me to the corner and just watch like all the guys <laughs> just be like this. You know? It was fun. That was a fun time because guys don't talk to me anymore. Why? Because they're because you don't leave the terrified house. Terrified of me? No, they're terrified of me. They are. Yes, they're just scared. Intimidated. Yeah. Well, like they'll reach out, mm -hmm. and I'll like hang out, and they'll be like <laughs> shaking the whole time, and like yeah. I have yet to find a guy that has not that didn't shake all of them. <laughs> that hasn't sh that does not shake. Yeah, they're just so scared that they shake. Wow. And when I tell you every boyfriend I had did that. Every really? Single every single one. Yeah. Okay. So you have like some, like an energy that dudes are I, just. They're just fucking terrified of me. They're getting in car accidents. You're killing them. Like they yeah. cannot handle being <laughs> in the same room as you. I mean, that's when I, yeah, that's when I was younger. You yeah. Know, just out in the streets and walk into the corner and <laughs> car accidents. And is that because of how stunningly gorgeous you are or the shaved head or both? Probably both. I think, yeah, I think that I just didn't look like I was from where I was from. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I would get on the bus and people would ask me for my autograph, like, you're going to be somebody <laughs> one day. You know? I bet. Yeah, it was pretty cool to, like, remember those, those moments. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm so happy that you decided to shave your head. Imagine if you didn't. I know. Yeah. It's scary to think about. Never listen to your friends. Like, no. go with your intuition <laughs> and just do what you want to do. Moral of the story. Yeah. And so now when you date people, which you don't, because you don't want to have sex and dick is disgusting yeah. and we're over it. But like when you do, they're very intimidated, scared. Yeah. I mean, I guess like, I just feel like I don't have any heart left to give to somebody. And I feel like it's unfair to bring somebody in my life and play with their feelings. I don't want to do that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, your heart is going towards your kids. You have two kids. Right. But I think eventually, eventually you'll be open to it. Maybe you won't. I don't know. But I'm <laughs> okay with that. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people are like, no, don't say that. You'll find love. And I'm like, I'm actually, oh, like, I have two boys to raise. Mm-hmm. Um, dick is so easy. Overrated. I'm not really into sex like that if I don't really care about the person. So mm-hmm. I don't really care to, like, force myself to date. Yeah. Like, again, like, back to the whiz thing. Like, I should have just not dated. And, I like, now that I'm older, I'm just like, I'm not going to date. I'm not ready. I don't want to. Okay, well, I love the interaction we just had because I was about to be that bitch. I was literally thinking as you were saying it, like, oh, my God, no. Like, there's love for you out there. Don't worry. But how badass. You're like, I don't need it. Yeah, I don't. That's not what's going to make me whole or feel complete. I feel great right now. I also am, like, an extreme feminist, so I cannot be around misogyny at all. Mm. I will chew you up and spit you out. (laughs) <laughs> in fucking five seconds. So I'm not one of those people that can like hold back. Mm-hmm. Um, there was actually this guy. <laughs> there was this guy. Um, my niece was talking to his nephew. And uh, he's like, oh, yeah, look, this is my new baby. He's three months old. I'm like, oh, how cute. So cute. And he's like, um, he's like, so you dating anybody? And I'm like, no. And he's like, oh, because you haven't met a guy like me. And I was like. You just showed me your three-month-old baby. Where's your? Where's his mother? Mm-hmm. And like, I, we just got into this whole thing, and he was like, you know, she's around. And I'm like, so you're trying to flirt with me while she's around, probably at home, yeah, waiting for you to get back. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to like flirt with me and saying that I didn't find a guy like you when you have a probably a wife at home, right? You fucking weirdo. Mm-hmm. Like, get out of my face. And he's like, no, nah, she knows I, I I do what I do. Girl, I wanted to fly and choke him and like... Did you bitch him out? Oh my God, I chewed his ass up. Was he in tears? Oh my God, I would have died he to was see this. So he had that like embarrassed look right. on his face because he was just trying to be like that arrogant, like, yeah, you know, I, I do what I do. She understands and I'm just like... She understands? You're fucking gross. I said, okay, give me your number. Let me see if she understands. Exactly. Let me call her and see how she does. <laughs> I fucking love that. Ew, so gross. I always talk about this is when women, when a dude cheats and the girl gets pissed at the girl. That's bullshit. Why? Yeah, it's bullshit. Do you know what he is saying to get in her pants? Yeah, you need to like pray for her, the next victim. Yes. Like you just have to pray for her because if he's, an asshole to you and he's like a serial cheater he's just gonna do the same thing to the next girl i know it's just what it is you just gotta stay quiet work on your mental health 
mm-hmm. and know what the end of that's going to be, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. I am going to be totally honest with you. I have cheated in the past mm-hmm. on boyfriends quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And I'm turning a new leaf now. Okay. But do you really think once a cheater, always a cheater? Like, do you think there's hope for me? Can I change? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think... Answer correctly. <laughs> <laughs> I think there... So I'm really into, like, psychology and stuff. Oh, God. Okay. I, I'll just say I think there's certain characteristics of people that do certain things, that it's just who they are. Yeah. Um, I think that you should just be a slut and, like, (laughs) just have a bunch of boyfriends and, like, tell them about each other so you don't have to hurt people. I know. But to me, I'm like, I don't want to break up with them and hurt them because I'm such a good person, and then I do that, and it's like, what kind of fucked up logic is that? No, but I really, but also, I just turned 30. Okay. So now as a clean slate, I feel like anything in your 20s can be forgiven. Yeah, okay. Right? Yeah, I feel that. You do? No, I do. No, I was an asshole in my 20s. You were. That yeah, makes I, me feel so much better. I, like, sometimes wake up in the middle of the night and be like, why the fuck did I do that in 2011? Still, I to swear. this day. Yeah. <laughs> I swear. I, like, still have nightmares. Like, why the fuck did I do that? Well, your fucking 20s is terrible. Like, <laughs> it's terrifying. It is. And you were probably doing half of that shit in the public eye. Yes. I was. Tell me what's, like, a moment that will haunt you forever embarrassing. Just little shit, like, if I was at a party or I got too drunk or I spoke out of turn and I just said something stupid and Mm -hmm. everyone got quiet. Or, like, (laughs) you know, just just dumb shit like that. And I'll just be like, why did I do that? I hate that shit. It's always alcohol. That's why I don't drink. Like, I don't like to drink because Mm -hmm. um, I'm already an open book enough. Mm -hmm. So when I drink, it's like. Falls to the wall. I'm fucking going in. Yeah. Yeah. I should have liquored you up before yeah, I got I you in have. here. No, you're <laughs> no, you are an open book, so I can only imagine if you have like two tequila shots. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> Game <laughs> over. Excited about this one, guys. I'm getting in my grown woman bag. I'm entering my wifey era at full speed and no one can stop me because I've been investing in myself and in my kitchen. I used to buy the absolute cheapest cookware I could possibly find and mm -mm, mm -mm, not the move. The move is high quality thoughtfully designed, non-toxic, and incredibly cute cookware from, drumroll please, Great Jones. You are welcome. Great Jones cookware is so stunning. You will actually want to cook. It's like getting a new super cute slash hot workout set. You'll be at the gym later that day. No question. My Dutch baby from Great Jones, aka the cutest baby pink Dutch oven in the color taffy, I keep that shit on display. That is when I'm not using it. 
From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to nonstick pans, Great Jones has it all. I got my first skillet, you guys. Like, fuck an engagement ring. I can't wait to actually make all the recipes I have saved but never touched because I was ill-equipped. But now, I'll let y'all know when Sleuth's giving dinner is because I am prepared. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old, rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SOFIA. That's greatjones.com, promo code SOFIA. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, so I do want to quickly go back to the slut walk. Are we gonna have another one? Yes. We are. So with the pandemic and the fact that I had another baby, uh, everything just got pushed back. Mm-hmm. So I have to start over again. So it takes some time, but hopefully this year I can get it done. Can I come? Yes, of course. I'm ready to Slut like- Slut Walk is free, by the way. It's free. So you don't, it's not like Coachella where you need artist passes and that <laughs> fucking crazy shit. Like it's free, just come. I love that. Yeah. You should have it in New York, can we? Yeah, maybe in the summer. Yeah, I think we it should. It would have to be in the summer. What kind of feedback did you get after you did the slut walk? Amazing feedback. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, from girls or from everyone? No, people ask me every single day in my DMs, like, where's the slut walk? We need the slut walk again. Like, We do. Yeah. There's girls. Um, I remember this girl very well. She was a... Um, a plus size girl mm-hmm. and she came up to me at slut walk she said amber this is the first time i ever wore a crop top and just felt so comfortable and like an environment I fucking and she had it. her whole stomach out and she was just so beautiful and i was just like that's freedom mm-hmm. like in the slut walk it's no one makes fun of you there's uh, zero tolerance for bullying we don't play that shit you can wear whatever you want and just be you and and love yourself. It's all about body positivity. And she just had the best time. And like, I think about her often. I really do. Wow. Yeah. That's like, that's really, really empowering and really sweet to just have a bunch of women together because I mean, historically, well, and now women are pinned up against each other constantly compared, but also the LGBTQ community. Yes. I mean, who shows up to these slut walks? Everyone. Literally everyone, straight men, LGBTQ. We have young girls, college girls, older women, lesbians, conservative feminists, pro-black feminists. Um, so all the people straight that Straight male feminists. Yeah, like everyone. Mm-hmm. You'll be very surprised when you come to Slut Walk. It's probably not what you think it is. Really? Yeah. 
Like it's just a free, it's a free environment for you to be and do exactly what you always wanted to do without anyone judging you. Like we, that doesn't exist in the world like that. No. You know? Mm -hmm. And then there's, there's, there's nobody like being like, oh my God, look at this bitch. Like with the camera, like, oh, she looks fucking crazy. Like, no, I, there's none of that. They get kicked out. Um, we do have protesters outside, which are really funny because the girls <laughs> go like twerk on them and they're like priests and shit. Amazing. Yeah. We had the Westboro Baptist Church. Do you know who that is? No, I'm not. Chaotic. Yeah. So they'll like hold up signs like Jesus hates bags. Oh my um, God. Okay. Lesbians are going to hell. Okay. Um, like the worst shit you could say. Right. But that's how you know, like, you fucking made it when Westboro Baptist Church comes. Yes. Yeah. We want to see them there every they year. They fucking better come this year. Absolutely. Yeah. And they twerk on them. They fucking <laughs> so much. Hilarious. I will 1,000% flash them. Yeah. Oh, you have to. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm yeah. so fucking stoked for this. <laughs> I love how I'm, like, talking about it like it's happening. It's planned. It is. We're working on it. Yes. Yeah, we're working. And we need to bring it back. Totally. Um, Okay. So we're going to jump into some questions that my listeners wrote in. Oh, goodness. And we're going to answer them together. Okay. Question number one. Sophia, I need advice. Whenever I do the doggy position, I queef. Mm -hmm. Air just gets up inside my vagina in certain positions and it makes me queef. It's super embarrassing, and I just got out of a relationship, so I've been wanting to sleep around, but I am self-conscious about it. Do you have advice on how not to or what to say or how to act if you do queef? Please help. Okay, queefing is hot. Take it away, Amber. Yeah, mm-hmm. queefing is hot, mm-hmm. and there you don't have to say anything. It's a vagina, and it's wet, and it's going. a penis is going in and out, and it's going to queef. Like, it's fucking hot. It's wet (laughs) and like nice. I'm sure the guy's enjoying it. Mm -hmm. And don't feel embarrassed about it. No. I don't. I don't. Absolutely not. I've a bunch of times doggy style. Like, it's fine. Me too. Also, um, bringing it up. Yes, <laughs> like, don't bring it up, girl. Like, that's when it's gonna be awkward. Well, the only girl. time it's awkward is when you're done and then you like stand up and like you Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, after the whole deed is done, <laughs> then it's like you can like say something. Yeah. But if you're in the middle of it, and it's sorry on the guy's age too, because if you're dating like young twenty something, yeah, they could be like assholes and shit. Mm-hmm. But it's natural; it's not a big deal. Like, don't even trip. No, and don't lo- say anything. Just walk off and queef and go sit on the toilet and like. <laughs> Just get it out and then you'll be done. Yeah. Also, yeah. yes, a lot of dudes find it hot. Yeah. And if they don't, they're immature and shouldn't exactly. be having sex. Bye. Exactly. Okay, next question. Hey, Sophia, I went out with some friends the other night and they all had designer items. I was the only girl who probably doesn't even own designer. I thought my bag was super cute before I left the house, but later ended up feeling insecure. Can you speak to this or touch on this at all? Hmm. Bye. Hi, Canal Street. Let's go. Right. I don't, um, yeah, I, I can't relate to that because I just never really give a shit. <laughs> that was fucking incredible. Not like that. No, I know. I know. I know. But it was just amazing. So have you ever purchased a fake anything? No. Never, ever. Never in my life. Never. Do you watch Real Housewives? 
I watched the Jersey one a long time ago. Okay, so not really. No. You don't know who Jen Shaw is. No, I don't. Okay, so they raided her closet and half of her shit, it's half fake. of her designer, fake. And you really can't tell, I feel like. Oh. Yeah. If it's fake or not. I honestly don't know. You don't know. No. I mean, even when I was getting stripper money, I I didn't have enough for like name brand shit. Uh-huh. Um, and then when I got money, I had enough. So I didn't really have like, <laughs> I didn't really have a middle ground. Right. Like I was like halfway there to like buy fake shit. Yes. I feel that. Once you have the money, you're like, I don't like what's, what's the need? I, my advice to this girl, because I feel like we're just fucking butchering this shit. This girl's like wants advice. I'm sorry. We're like, we can't relate. Like, we don't know. No, I'm completely joking. But your designer items is not going to make you a cool person, a better person, a hotter person, um, a person that someone wants to approach or be around. Right. Have you, ever, have you ever seen someone with a Birkin? You're like, that's the bitch. Like, I want to be hanging yeah, out Yeah, I want to be friends with her. No. 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 And also, are your friends making you feel bad that yeah. you don't have a designer purse? Because that's not cool. You should get new friends. That's a really great point. Yeah. Tell them to leave their fucking designer shit at home. There is a time <laughs> and a place. And tonight is not the night. Okay, your Chanel can fucking, like, stay um, in your bed. Okay, hopefully that helped. Next question. Is it wrong to not let your boyfriend or girlfriend have your phone password? And is it wrong to change your password and set that boundary in the middle of a relationship? Yes. I think that if you're in a committed relationship, you should have each other's passwords. Really? Yeah, I, I don't see what the big deal is. My whole thing is if you have nothing to hide... After a while, like, okay, if you're curious, let's say, for example, you go through the phone, you find nothing. Mm -hmm. Month later, you go through it again, you find nothing. Eventually, you're going to not even think about going through the phone. Right. It's not a big deal. Like, I want to be able to, like, if my phone is dead or it's, like, all the way upstairs or, like, something like that, I'll be like, yo, can I just use your phone? I got to call whoever. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that should be a big deal in a committed relationship. So you're all about going through the phone. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> like, you even, think I'm going to sit there and be no. dumb and fucking, like, put 150% to somebody and I can't go through your phone? Okay, but what if they've given you no reason to? They've I been don't the believe that. You're, regardless, you're going through the phone. Yes. Okay, see, I have a differing opinion here. Okay. Because... I recently have had this. I have had to change my password, like, five times. <laughs> but you're a cheater. Like, that's that, why. That was the realest shit ever said. <laughs> but in my defense, he will go through conversations I'm having with my mom. Like, oh, well, that's crazy. That's, I feel like that's a no no. That. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I get that. But also, maybe he has every fucking right because God knows I have the guy under mom in my phone. Right. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, a lot of people are, you know, they learn from their mistakes and then they're better and the next time they cheat. So like it's under like bestie or mom or uncle so-and-so, you know? So you have to do the deep dive. Yeah. I'm not playing with my fucking life. If I ever get into a relationship again, which I highly doubt, Mm -hmm. like you're not about to play with my life and my mental health. I don't got time. Yeah. 
Yeah. If you're not transparent and just open, like I understand privacy. I get that. Like I'm not going to, you know, constantly go through your phone and make you feel like I, I don't trust you. Mm-hmm. But every now and then, if I feel like it, I should be able to have peace of mind. Yeah. And yeah. just scroll through. Just scroll through. Would you go to like WhatsApp? Would you type in a keyword? You would, would do the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, so you need the phone for a while. Yeah. When they're asleep. I would go through Instagram. I would go through all that. Yeah. Would you be upfront about it? Would you be like, hi, like me and your phone have some business to do? Like, I, I don't know because, you know, I'm not a needy kind of annoying person. Mm-hmm. But I do have trust trust issues. Right. And if I tell you about my trust issues and you're telling me that I have nothing to worry about then I should have nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. You should make that easy for me. Yeah. And I'll make it easy for you. It's all like, you know. Yeah. I think a dude really should be offering that up. Yeah. This is my password. You have my location. You know? I, I mean, that's the thing. I think that, like, people should really try to be friends first. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, really just really get to know people nowadays because... You can be with somebody for like a year, let's say, and then just find out who they are. Terrifying. Yeah. Been there. It's It's, scary as shit. It's scary as fuck. I don't want to have to deal with that. And and people can change like, because everyone, when you first start talking or dating, you're putting up a front, right? Mm -hmm. You're like trying to be the best version or whatever. And it's just, it's like really fucking scary. You cannot know anyone well a lot of guys they love bomb you so Mm -hmm. you're getting love bombed for months at a time and you think you you have this really amazing person in your life and then the discarding process comes and then you're kind of like why are you not the same person that i met before like what happened Mm -hmm. you know and then it's like the hiding of the phone and like shit all that shit it's like i'm not dealing with that shit yeah can you think of anything that would ensure you that this is a good guy and he's not love bombing? No. <laughs> they don't exist. They don't. So that's if- why I told you. Like I'm I'm trying to like, you know, interact with these questions, mm-hmm. but like I'm fucking done. I can like, see I don't that. trust anybody. Mm-hmm. It's like zombie land. There's like at no- any moment someone can turn into a zombie and, and eat me alive. You have no soul when it comes to that. Mm-mm. Zero. Nope. You don't even see a guy and think, oh my God, he's kind of hot. Yeah, I think he's hot, but I'll be like, he's a fucking headache. And he's probably, <laughs> he probably is just a liar and a cheater. And right. I hate him already. I'm, I don't even think he's cute anymore. <laughs> you already like in your head, you're like, he already did all of this shit to me. We have the biggest fight. Fuck him. Right. Fuck him. No, I literally look at couples like holding hands in like restaurants and shit. I'm like, he's so cheating on her right now. You're like, like I feel so bad for yeah, you guys. Yeah, I do. No, I swear. <laughs> I used to be like, oh, and now I'm like. Oh my God, he's so cheating on her. Look how his eyes are wondering while he's eating his spaghetti. Right. It's gross. <laughs> Do people invite you to their weddings? I refuse to go to a wedding. <laughs> I will not go. They're like, um, Amber, maybe no. no. Like, she should be my bridesmaid. Do but not invite me to a wedding. You would be like, I object yeah. before they even ask. Don't do it, girl. <laughs> he's going to cheat and lie to you. Don't do it. 
Oh, well, for everybody listening, I <laughs> love that we're ending on this super positive note. Um, you're all fucked. We're all fucked. Yeah, we're all fucked. So that's why we're just going to go to the slut walk. Just and be realistic about what your life's going to be like. You're going to be lonely and just miserable. And alone. Yeah. Until you die. Until you die. You come into this world alone, you die alone. Period. Have a great day. <laughs> Have a great fucking Thursday. Amber, thank you so much for thank coming you. on. This was a blast. You were so intelligent. Where where can they find you? I mean, hi, Amber Rose on fucking everything, but do you have anything new coming up? Um, well, check out my music. First of all, um, go. it's on all platforms. Surprise Me is out right now. Um, the video is out. Uh, Freak Show, Gotcha, and Get Your Hoe On is out as well. I was watching that on so, YouTube last night yeah. to get myself pumped. Yeah. So, yeah, check out my music. Um, go to my Instagram at Amber Rose. I'm not really that active on Twitter, so fuck Twitter mm-hmm. for now. But, um, yeah, you can just hit me on um Instagram, I check my requested DMs every single day. To you talk do? To people. Yeah, I do. I'm very hands-on with my social media. And uh, I'll come back, and then we'll talk more. Um, also, I have College Hill coming out. It'll be on BET+. Plus. I basically went to college <laughs> with a bunch of uh, other celebrities, and that was really cool. We learned Stop. a lot. Um, shit gets crazy, so make sure you tune in. Mm-hmm. When is it coming It'll out? It'll be out in March. In March. Yeah. That sounds fucking wild. You have a book. Yes, my book, How to Be a Bad Bitch. Uh, you can get it pretty much everywhere, Amazon. Um, it's a how-to book. It's The first chapter is vision. So if you have a vision of yourself, execute it no matter what anyone says. Hence why I shaved my head. I love that. And uh, yeah, it's just an inspiring book to like... Be a bad bitch. Yeah, just and whatever that is for you. Mm-hmm. It's there's not a standard. Yeah. You know, and I talk about that in my book. So yeah, yeah go get the book. And um thanks for having me. No, thanks. Thank you so much. You were such an icon. I'm gonna ask you for your autograph and have you take 20 selfies <laughs> right when we turn yeah. off the mic. Okay, Amber, thank you so much. And sleuths, I will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.